Coming up on episode 79 of the podcast, we're going to discuss the potential change of the nickname of that NFL team in Washington. We're also going to play a little game called Start, Bench, Cut, and then we're going to dive into Patrick Mahomes signing a 10-year extension worth almost close to half a billion. If he's able to buy into what they're doing in Kansas City with Andy, Andy Reid can coach until he doesn't want to coach anymore because he knows he's going to have a top-tier player. But when this is all said and done, you're talking about Pat, how old is Pat Mahomes right now? 24, 23, 24 years old? Yeah, he's I mean, young. Yeah, he'd be 34, 35, 36 years old. No, I, I take the back. Yeah, like 35, 36 years old. At the end of this, he's still got another contract. Yeah. You know, if he keeps playing, if he keeps playing like he's playing, I mean, that's crazy. You're looking at another 150, you know, 200 million after that. Absolutely. Like he's like he's he's set. But he did a, he did the Chiefs a favor. He really did the Chiefs a favor by doing that, by locking him up so long. Yeah, I think that's yeah. why they agreed to a little bit more money, too, because imagine if this kid wins another Super Bowl or two. Mm-hmm. What if they win next year? He, if they would not have signed this deal and he went back-to-back, yeah. I mean, he's going to pay him 50. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the new Channel Sports Podcast. I am ecstatic that you're on with us right now. My name is Oenyi. I am one of the co-hosts on the show. If this is your first time listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast, please subscribe, leave some comments, tell us how we're doing. You can do that on newchannelsports.net or you can do that on newchannelsports.podbean.com and that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. And this is your boy Lowe coming down in next time. This is Trey. Shout out to Cowboy Nation, Laker Nation. Glad to be back on the air. Thank you guys for listening. It's Cowboy time, right? Is it Cowboy time? Yeah. Is there, is there ever a time where it's not? Cowboy time and Texan time. It's a big difference. <laughs> it's about, about, about five Super Bowls. <laughs> we going to be there one day. Okay. We going to be there one day. Okay. The city of Houston is going to go crazy when we do that. No. That, yeah, that would be crazy. Oh, my God. I might go crazy with y'all. Yeah, you yeah. could be serving with your side, side piece. piece. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all can't see right now, me and Trey, man, we got Cowboys gear on. Already. So I have my Zeke jersey on and Trey sporting that old X. X going to give it X. to you. <laughs> y'all are making, my eyes hurt so bad right now. Hey, man, just, we shining blue, man. We got the oh stars are blazing. <laughs> go Texans. Go Texans all the way. Well, this is how we're going to kick things off today. We haven't done this in a long, long, long time. It is called, you know what we're doing right now? You know what we're getting ready to do, Trey? Let me think. Not what we did last week. No, no, no. It's not that. Uh, uh, which one are we doing now? Is the good, Oh, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> oh, we talking Texans. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know that's the ugly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I need to find me a Texas fan to get back on this podcast because y'all are double teaming me and everything. <laughs> so how this works is we're going to give our good and bad uh, and ugly in sports today. I'm going to give the good. Uh, Big Low, you're going to give the bad. And then Trey Day, you'll give the ugly. I'll start off with the good. The good is all the quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. Because with the contract 
that Patrick Mahomes just signed is going to make a lot of other quarterbacks richer. Yes. So once they saw that, they're like, um, honey, <laughs> we are about to get paid. Yes. So um, the good right now is for all the NFL quarterbacks all over the league because they they're they're going to get paid a lot more because of the contract that uh, Patrick Mahomes signed. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the podcast. So what you got, Lo? So we got the bad right now. The bad is all sports right now going on with this current pandemic. Right. Sports coming back. We don't know. You know, we have ownership and we have the leagues that are coming together and, you know, they're planning out things, but the sport's coming back. So I think right now that's bad for the fans. Obviously, coronavirus right now, you know, with the, you got players all over different sports and leagues and things that are, that, are, that are coming down with the virus. Matter of fact, FZ Dallas had to pull out of the, uh, the MLS's back tournament, you know, because they've got a, a number of players right now that contracted the coronavirus. Right. That's the bad one. Right I think the the coronavirus and what's going on with COVID-19 is also the ugly also because right now, I think with baseball waiting, some players waiting up to nine days to get results back, if that's what baseball is doing differently than what the NBA and everybody else is planning on doing, that's tough. Um, and I could see why a player, I mean, the the best part about it is normal, I shouldn't say normal, but everyday citizens are going through the same problems. So you're not really getting a true a diagnosis on whether or not you have the, the coronavirus and now you're really getting a history on mm-hmm. whether or not you had coronavirus. Hard to put that way, and that's what it is. So you had coronavirus 10 days ago. I don't yeah. know what you, or you may not have had it 10 days ago, but now you either got it or you don't have it. So I don't think that that's fair, and I think that's ugly because if that's the case, you're going to work with games being delayed or multiple yeah. people not being able to be suited up. So that could get really, really ugly really, really quick, and I don't think they want that. Right, right, right. All right. So that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I did um, allude to this earlier, talked about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year extension worth, what I'm hearing now, is close to half a billion dollars. Initially, when it came out, I think it was like about 400 mil when, you know, the story went down. Went to about 450. Now I think it's about about half a bill. You know, by the end of the day, it might be a whole bill. <laughs> we never, we never, never know. So right now, he's not only the highest paid quarterback in the league, he is the highest paid quarterback in sports history. He is the first player to sign a contract worth $40 million or more a year. Do you guys remember that show, um, The Chappelle Show? Uh-huh. Remember yeah. at the end of the show where he's like, I'm rich. That's, that's all. I, whenever I see Patrick Mahomes, that's what I'm going to think of. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he had two years left on his deal. Um, one, one year was worth, uh, I think the, this year was worth 2.8 million. The next year was worth 27.6 million. Um, the lowest he can make on his 12 year deal is about 427 million. I mean, goodness gracious. He has an injury guarantee. For 140 million as well. I mean, wow, 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 wow. I think he definitely wins, and I think he has put uh, Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys on notice. I mm-hmm. bet Jerry Jones wishes he would have signed whatever Dak wanted him to sign <laughs> prior, prior to Je- July 1st. Like, uh, uh, Jerry's in trouble. Jerry's in big trouble. 
and I think that Mahomes making that deal done, getting that deal done right now was the the right thing for him to do. And what I heard today also was that he has the option to renegotiate that at any time. Mm-hmm. So he could have probably honestly gotten fifty million a year for three or four years, and they probably would have paid it uh, because he's right now. I mean, the best quarterback in football, like mm-hmm. in, in a lot of people's minds, and his numbers don't lie. I mean, he got seventy touchdowns in two years, and. I mean, he he's set for a long time. I heard someone today say his children's children's children won't yeah. have to work with right, the amount of right, money right. that he's made, and that's um that's awesome to think that Kansas City traded up for the tenth pick in the draft. Mitchell Trubisky was picked before him. The oh bear, my! The, god. the Bears are probably just like, wow, like oh my god, man! <laughs> they did get Jadavius White, right? I mean, they got a good um corner uh, defensive back out of the deal, yeah. and they got an. Uh, uh, third round draft pick that year and the first round pick in 18 but they would switch they would trade all of that again for and they have a good quarterback Josh Allen's not a bad quarterback but he's not Patrick he's Mahomes. not Patrick Mahomes he's not I mean 10 year deals aren't unheard of uh, in the NFL but 400 plus million you're talking about 503 million dollars paid out I think what I read earlier I think we're looking at almost 520 total for the value of this deal now, he has a couple of interesting things on that contract as well. He's got a no-trade clause on that. Yeah. And he's got an out. So, with extenuating circumstances, if the team is not, I guess, doesn't have certain things in place, he can walk out of the deal. So, there are outs for him. You know, so typically when you sign a 10-year deal, I mean, you're locked in. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyrone Smith of the Dallas Cowboys, is in the time, you know, he signed, he signed a 10-year, uh, 10-year uh, you know, extension as well. But he didn't have any outs in that deal. Yeah. And that was a drastically underpaid, you know, deal, especially now, you know, as, as you know, one of the top five. You know, Tigers in the league, man. But man, this is this is this is nuts. Yeah, and I think, but I think what it does for a team like Kansas City is they know what they're on the hook for, right? They know what they're on the hook for, and if he's able to buy into what they're doing in Kansas City with Andy Andy Reid could coach until he doesn't want to coach anymore because he's know he's going to have a top tier player. But when this is all said and done, you're talking about Pat, how old is Pat Mahomes right now? 24, 23, 24 years old. Yeah, he's I mean, young. Yeah, you know, he'd be 34, 35, 36 years old. No, wait, I take that back. Yeah, like 35, 36 years old. At the end of this, he's still got another contract. Yeah. You know, it keeps playing if he keeps playing like he's playing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You're looking at another 150, you know, 200 million after that. Absolutely. Like he's like he's he's set, but he did a he did the Chiefs a favor. He really did the Chiefs a favor by doing mm-hmm. that, by locking him up so long. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. why they agreed to a little bit more money too, yeah. because he, imagine if this kid wins another Super Bowl or two. Man. Mm-hmm. What if they went next year? He if they would not have signed this deal and he went back to back, yeah. I mean you're easy going to pay him 50. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're talking about potentially your first, at that point, with that logic, <laughs> first billion-dollar player? <laughs> wow. It's, it's crazy, man. But, um, you know, I think this is it's a great deal for him. You know, uh, Dad Prescott, uh, look. You know, it's funny. Me and my girl, were actually, we spent an hour and a half talking about this contract situation. You know, she's a big sports head as well. You know, she's a huge sports head. And, you know, we're talking about this and what it has to do you know, how this deal reflect on, on Dak Prescott. And I don't know if he has, if he, if he should just take this deal or just shred up them contract negotiations to go back and start reneg- uh, renegotiating. Cause 175 mil is what he's on the books for right now. 400, almost $500 million, you know, for Pat Mahomes. I mean, that's, this is nuts. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know the name of the, um, the Kansas City Chiefs owner, but I can just, I can envision him at the table with Patrick Mahomes and he just has a blank check and says, here you go. Just fill it out. Whatever you want, that's what we're gonna we're gonna do for you. I mean, it's I, I don't think there's ever really been, you know, ten year deals, eight year deals. That's that's unheard of. 
yeah. in any sport. I mean, he's pretty much he's he's set for life. Um, if you want to put this more in perspective, Patrick Mahomes is going to be making about $45 million a year. The next quarterback under that will be Russell Wilson. He's at about $35 million a year. You have Ben Roethlisberger at 34. Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff are at 33.5. Um, Kirk Cousins is at 33 mil. Um, Carson Wentz is at 30, 32 mil. And then you just talked about Dak Prescott. He's about 31.5 mil per year. So, I mean, man. Uh, it's like, like I alluded to earlier in the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is great for all the other quarterbacks. You talked about, um, what it's going to do for, um, the Cowboys situation. What's this going to do for the Texans? Look at Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is licking his chops right now. He's like, okay, y'all want to pay him that much? I, I want to see the money too. Do you He's, go ahead? No, I'm, go sorry. Ahead. I'm no, sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking about what's, what's that yeah. show called? The movie. Jamie Show Dwight. me the money. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's doing that right now. Yeah. So this is the deal. This is the problem with um, Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott. The Lamar Hunt Trophy um, is named after the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. That's the, that's that's what the AFC Championship game. The winner of that gets the Lamar Hunt Trophy. What Pat Mahomes has that <laughs> Deshaun Watson and uh, Dak Prescott don't have is a championship. Yeah. So if the bar is set at you'll get 45, but you were a defensive lineman, D Ford lining up offsides. Think about this for a second. Oh, if wow. If D Ford doesn't line up offsides, uh-huh. it's quite possible that they win. That's they probably win that Super Bowl too. I'm just being honest with you. Right, yeah. They probably win that Super Bowl too. If D Ford doesn't line up offsides, you you got an AFC Championship game or a, a playoff game on the line there and a Super Bowl victory. That's worth 45 mil. So. While I think if I can play devil's advocate for a second, while I think it helps the younger quarterbacks, it also punishes them because now your ceiling's cap. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. So before you could have probably got 40, 42. Like, you know what? You're probably worth it because we don't know what Mahomes is going to get. But now the reigning MVP and the Super Bowl MVP got 45. You've won one playoff game. You've won one playoff game. How much do you think you're worth? Mm-hmm. So now I think that kind of puts them in a bind because I don't know if they sniff that number now. So is it 42? Like, how much is the Super Bowl worth? You know what? That's a very good point. This might be good for the owners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is good for the owners. Yeah. This is probably not very good for the other quarterbacks. Yeah. I think it depends on what quarter, who the quarterbacks are talking about are, though. Well, now championships is, right. is, is, is that, that metric. That, that's the right, number. Right, 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 so right. it's championships or else. The reason right. Russell Wilson got 35 is because, I mean, he's won a Super Bowl and he was, I mean, he was mm. arguably the best quarterback in football. Yeah. Now the best four quarterback in football got 45. So maybe number 35 is not the baseline anymore. Maybe the baseline is 37, 38, and take that money or leave it because you don't have – he's got a Super Bowl. Yeah, right, he's right. getting 45 million. Or here's two or three-year contract. You give me a Super Bowl, then we'll talk again. Yeah. So now you're right. Now the owners may be like, you know what? We're going to put an end to all this. Like now what y'all going to do? Well, the, the the person I talked about, we talked about Patrick Mahomes, um, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, and Aaron Rodgers. They're top four. The rest on the bottom half, we're looking at Jared Goff, who's making 33.5 annually. And he's he doesn't have a championship. Uh, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, um, Carson Wentz technically doesn't have a championship, and Dak Prescott. So the the highest number right there is a 33.5. Right. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Don't know for sure. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's that's, that's going to be that's gonna be real interesting. And I think, you know, people like Dak and Deshaun, they got to, you know, Step the game up if they mm-hmm. want that type of money. Because as an owner, I'm not paying you that. I'm, I'm right. not paying you that. Not as a not as a quarterback. Not right, if you're right. not making. If you're not getting me what they're getting. Think what he did for the Chiefs. Yeah. Like no, I'm not doing. You can't. You're not worth it. I mean, so that could be tough. I think 
this really gives all the leverage if we're just talking about Dak Prescott particularly, right? You've got Russell Wilson baseline, yeah, Super Bowl at thirty five, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even Pat Mahomes Super Bowl and MVP, right at forty five, yeah. No, uh, matter of fact, no, <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm not paying you a cent over Russell Wilson. Exactly, we're not even approaching that money. Exactly, but Russell, would you would think. At some point in time, Russell Wilson's pay. Well, how old is Russell Wilson now? He's a little bit older though. Now yeah. he might not get more than what he's at right now. But you might think he might get a little bit more too, based on what Patrick Mahomes got. Yeah, right? but I mean, you get Russell Wilson to a, which is very feasible. You get him to a NFC Championship game or Super Bowl again, he'll get one good contract. Like, oh, oh, he, he I mean, he's an excellent leader. He's great yeah. for the community. Like he has so many intangibles that you just you don't find in people. He's just genuinely. A good person. Now, yeah. something will come out that will just blow everybody's mind. Like, what? But, I mean, when you think, like, what's one bad thing you say about Russell Wilson? He's one of very it. few players that you just, like, he's just, he's just an all-around great guy. And so, I think that's what people, you know, I thought he set the standard. And Mahomes is a good kid, too. And if what they said, he was, if, if what I'm hearing is correct, and that he told them, you know, this is enough. Like, I'm, I'm okay with this number to help the Chiefs out. That says a lot about that kid, man. Yeah. Says a lot about him. All right. So the the next big topic going on in the NFL, that's what we were supposed to talk about coming in until the uh, big news hit about Patrick Mahomes. The football team in Washington is considering changing their nickname. Daniel Snyder at one point said that he would never, ever, ever do that. But now that money, now that money's part of the equation, he's like, okay, we, we need to think about this and see. If we need to change the nickname, it has nothing. To, I don't think it has anything to do with social injustice to him. It's just about money. That's all it's about. Um, I think it's him and two other of his family members and three more people that are owners there. I think that three of them are actually going to drop out. Yeah. We don't know why. I don't know why exactly. It might be due to all of this, but we'll see. Um, I think it's the right move. It's way overdue. Um, don't know what they're going to change the name to. But, you know, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I, I wish they would have done it sooner. I was one person who was advocating for it to happen way back when. I know they talk about the history uh, with the Washington Redskins. They've been around since, I think, 1932 or something like that. They've won uh, five championships. Two were before the merger, and then they won another three when it was actual NFL. So, you know, there's a lot of history there, but it's time. It's time for a change. Our president doesn't agree. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet from from Donald Trump. Let me read that real quick. Donald Trump. They name teams out of strength, not weakness. But now the Washington and um, Cleveland, I'm not going to say the nicknames, um, two fabled sports franchises look like they are going to be changing their names in order to be politically correct. Indians like Elizabeth Warner must be very angry right now. That was his tweet about the whole situation. I... Doesn't surprise any of you guys, right? No, that his no. No, his comments don't surprise me at all. Uh, and I and I don't want to I don't want to sound insensitive, but I never until I got older, I never viewed those things as like with a negative connotation, yeah. you know. But I think it was just because of the way that I was raised. So yeah, you know, my favorite baseball team um, are the Atlanta Braves. That was Astros. The negative. <laughs> negative. Uh, there is the Atlanta Braves. And I understand that they're considering or they're getting pressure to try and change their name too. And so I'm just thinking like when I think of the Braves, I don't – I mean, I've never thought anything – I don't even think of an Indian. 
You know, like I, I really, I, I don't even, or or what people are saying is negative. Now, for Washington to, you know, for them to change their name and want to do things different, I kind of get it. But we've been talking about this cancel culture thing on this show for about a month now. Yeah. And uh, and I think this is something that's long overdue, and this is something that's brought up before this. So I, I've always talked, you know, trash and having, you know, I have four children. And so ain't ranging in age from 14 to my oldest son is ain't 26. Right, so and, you're around when the Redskins were founded, right? Right. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But what I see, well, like I've always complained about these millennials and how lazy they've been, and you know they you want to play video games, they want stuff handed to them. Man, they're making stuff happen. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like they're, they're woke, woke for real. Oh, yeah. They were asleep. <laughs> they we, were asleep, but you know all the way woke. But, look, let's be honest yeah. with, with what happened with with George Floyd. You know. Even someone like myself, I talked about this on the podcast before, I'm kind of on the outside looking in most of the time. But when you see something like that, that's that dramatic, it just, you have to get into the forefront and you have to do something to make a change. And like you said, they're, they're doing, they're doing their, their thing. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I think it makes sense to do that. It's still not going to f- help with the issues that I think that we're facing. Kind of like you said, so it's kind of putting like a bandaid on it. Uh, but I think that it should, I think it should be addressed. What they go to. I think it's going to – I hope it's just not too drastic. I know I've heard them mention, like, the red tails. And I've heard, like, I don't I don't want them thinking if they do something for the African-American culture community, like, that's going to make things better. Because with that name that, name that they have in Washington, that's not offending the African-American community, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I just feel like they're pacifying people and trying to just put Band-Aids on things, and we're still not addressing the issues at hand. Right. I mean, can you imagine – I mean, we're, we're talking about a team. We talked about on Jemima. We talked about all these things. But how many things do we need to name that are were just the wrong thing? Right. You, know, you, you understand? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. We, we, we don't want to put band aids on things, but there were so many wrong Some, things. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many wrong things. Fix them. Yeah. Fix them. With the Redskins in particular, they're talking about there was a uh, there was a, a, a survey done. I don't remember how many years ago where 90% of Native Americans said, hey, they, they don't have any issues with the name. But when you right. de- delve into that survey, it, w- it was older heads. They were like, you know what? We don't care. It doesn't mean anything, right? Right. But, you know, those guys were so beaten down by what was going on, you know, that, that they accepted it. But when you delve into those numbers, once again, it was young cats. It was mm-hmm. the young Native Americans. Absolutely. They were like, nah. nah we're not doing no, that. We ain't doing that. No, change it. <laughs> yeah. This is like Trey was saying yeah, early. Yeah. He, and I, Early on, I really didn't have a problem with it either. I didn't even just think about I it. I never thought about you it. You know, it didn't come into my equation until, you know, it was pointed out. I was like, you know what? Yeah, this, this is pretty racist, man. It really is. So, I didn't mean to cut you off, Trey. You had no, something to say? No, yeah. You, I mean, like, I, it's, it's just, it just keeps going and going and going. The neighborhood that I live in, you know, has gotten a name, is going through a name change. And it's because it, you know, had the word plantation at the end of it. So... Mm. They're, uh, James Hedebo, the um, NFL player, lives mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. They interviewed him and everything. He's like, if they didn't change the name, I'm not going to leave. But, I mean, it, it's going to be cool to change it. Everyone calls it by just CN anyway, not the the word plantation after it. Right. But, like, is that really going to fix the problem? I mean, we still know it's a plantation. It was a plantation back in the day. And obviously, it was one of the more, you know, harder ones that, you know, you know African-American slaves worked at. But, like, it's still still – not handling the issue. Like, and, and apparently this was supposed to be something that was supposed to be taken care of like a year ago, but we're still not addressing the mm-hmm. issues. Like, what are we putting into place? Oh, NFL or NBA is going to play the black anthem. Like, what black anthem? 
like I mean, when they first said that, I'm like, what's a black what black anthem are they talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what what is that solve? Like, I, I get it, no. I get, but what are you like? What's going to help with innocent black men or minorities in general being killed by? Cops. That's what this. That's what this all started, right? Yeah. That's what started this whole thing. Not you telling me what I can and can't put on the back of a jersey, or what a neighborhood could be called, or what an NFL team is called. Like, let's get back to focus on issues because what we're going to do is wind up exact. We're going to be in the same situation we were four years ago when Colin Kaepernick brought light to this. Mm-hmm. We made a big issue about him kneeling and the flag and not really addressing the issue. So then mm-hmm. that kind of was a smoke and mirrors to get everybody, you know, upset and then. Nothing happened. But the right. same thing was, you know, was kind of said about yeah. what Colin Kaepernick was doing. Yeah. When he was kneeling, there were some people saying, well, what does this really solve? But, you know, everybody has to play their part, right? Um, if you're put in a, in a platform, you have to use that platform to speak and, yeah. and voice your opinion. And, I, you know, I do think that there's a lot more to be done. But at least I think hopefully we're in the right direction, right? Yeah. With all this stuff happening. For sure. For sure. All right. So. Let's talk about one more thing um, before we shut it down. Um, when I first thought about this topic, I thought it would be a little bit harder for me to figure out which is which. Um, I do this with my um, my cousins a lot. And it's on, you know, when you look on social media, people do it too a lot. It's called cut. No, no. It's called start, bench, or cut. Right? You guys know how to do this, right? Mm-hmm. You look you look kind of confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain to me. Explain All right. It's my so, first time. So basically, I'm going to name three players. Okay. And you're going to name who starts. Who goes to the bench and who you would cut. All right. You ready, Trey? Mm-hmm. You got it? You ready, Love? I'm ready. All right. So the three players that I put on this will be LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. Oh, why'd you do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I thought I thought it would this. be difficult for me to at first, but when I kind of delved into it, I looked at the numbers and I looked at some other things. You know, it really I thought it was kind of a no-brainer. So for me, I'll, I'll I'll go first. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Go, 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 go. go, 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 go. I, just, I just need some parameters. <laughs> <laughs> am I an owner? Am I a coach? Am I a fan? What am I? Oh, oh, wow. I mean, what does it matter? It's a big difference. What is you're it owner of a team. You're owner of a team. You have these three players on your team. One of them is going to start. One of them's coming off the bench, and one of them you're going to cut. And I still don't think it's that hard. I don't care if you're a fan, an owner. Your spouse, I think it's still going to be the same, okay. the same across the board. Okay, go ahead. So I'll just go ahead and name. I'll name all three. Um, I'm starting LeBron James. LeBron James is the most skillful player the NBA has ever seen. He can do it all. He can rebound. He can pass. His basketball IQ is better than Kevin Durant's and Kawhi Leonard, in my opinion. He can be a point forward. There are just so many benefits to what LeBron James can do. He's definitely starting, and the both of you guys better have him starting as well. All right? <laughs> <laughs> On the bench, it's going to be Kevin Durant. Now, when I when I did this particular topic, and I was thinking about Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, I was like, man, man, man. And at one point, I was saying that Kawhi Leonard's coming off the bench. Why? Because of his defense. Out of all three of those players, Kawhi Leonard plays the best defense one-on-one. But Kevin Durant's offensive game is so unstoppable that it almost trumps what Kawhi Leonard could do. On Now, Kawhi Leonard won uh, his second championship last year. And I think when he won that second championship, of course, his stock skyrocketed. So I was one of the people, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was one of the people that said Kawhi Leonard is the second best player on the planet right now. <laughs> 
But looking at the numbers, okay, I'm a numbers guy. You, uh, Trey, you know this for, for sure, for a fact. <laughs> um, so LeBron James has been in the league for about 16 years now. Um, Kevin Durant, 12 years, and Kawhi Leonard, about eight years. Kawhi Leonard has played the least amount of games out of all three. So Kawhi Leonard's numbers, he averages about 18.6 points a game, uh, 6.4 rebounds, and 2.7 assists throughout his whole career. He's won two championships. Kevin Durant, 27 points a game, seven rebounds, four assists. He's won two championships. And, of course, you have LeBron James at 27 um, points, seven rebounds, and 7.4 assists. He's won three championships. Now, the big number there for me is also the assist. Kevin Durant averages more assists than Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I, if Kevin Durant gets the ball, he is, you have to double team. <laughs> I don't care if you put Kawhi Leonard and mini-me on him. He is still going to score. So, yeah. for me, you have to start LeBron. Um, Kevin Durant's off the bench, and you have to cut Kawhi Leonard. As much as I hate saying that. But Kawhi Leonard, he has an opportunity still. If in the next couple of years he wins a couple of championships, I would definitely put him ahead of, of Kevin Durant. That's my that's my two cents on that. It looks like you heard Lowe's feeling. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, he, he, you were swaying me. You were swaying me. But I had actually was going to cut Kevin Durant. I'm starting LeBron. Right, okay, I'm starting. Just want to make sure because look, look, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> if, if, if any of y'all, you remember what you said last week about putting the table open? If any of y'all have LeBron James on the bench, I'm flipping this mf over, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting LeBron. LeBron is a total package, right? He gives you the shooting game. He gives you defense. He gives you assists. I'm old school. I like I like defense. You know, I, I played linebacker in high school. You know, I, I played on the defense side of the ball. So I'm, I'm more of a defensive player. That's what impresses me. Scoring is great. You know, that's what's going to help you win games and get ahead and things like that, man. But I've got Kawhi coming off the bench. He's going to give you a little bit of offense. He's going to give you that defense that you need. So when you got that 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 first unit off the field, you still have, you know, uh, you still have some defense cap- defensive capabilities on that second unit, right? So I've got Kawhi. I'm cutting Kevin because I do believe you can have some other contributors kind of make up for what he, what he brings you, although this is a very prolific score. But it's not really bringing you anything else on the defensive side of the, of the, of the, um, of the game, you know? Um, so those are my reasons for, for cutting Durant um, right there. Mm. Mm. Well... That's interesting. This is a very, very interesting topic. And if you listen to our show, our last show, you understand my love for Kevin Durant. So he's definitely got to be the starter in this situation. What? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> what? You. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, no, I would, I would start LeBron just because LeBron has a leadership that I've just not seen. Like I just, I, 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 he's got leadership. He's not the best clutch free throw shooter. He's not. Uh, he hasn't been the best leader to me at times. But I think as he's gotten older, I think we've seen a different person. And I'm looking forward to see how the rest of his career shapes up because I think that we're in for a treat. Uh, because I just, I just think the dude is just—he's on another level. He could. Let's just say that if, if when people argue that he's the best player of all time, I don't get upset anymore. And I don't, and I don't get upset anymore because it's hard to. I mean, like it's it's hard to argue. Either it's either you're Michael Jordan or or LeBron James and or Kobe Bryant, and you do that because of your love for them and what you've been able to see. So I get I get it. Uh, but what I think is in, uh, imperative to me is that people understand how 
great of a player. He, when, whenever LeBron James wants to get to the basket, he's going to get to the basket. There's nothing you can do to stop him. Like, that's just the way that it is. And I think that people that, – that, that's why he's a starter. For me, the reason I ask if it, dep- it mattered if you were a fan or an owner or a coach – uh, I would put Kevin Durant on the bench, but the only reason, my sole reasons for cutting Kawhi Leonard is I do not want to have to deal with Kevin Durant has injury problems, right? Or he's had injury problems recently. I, I, I could deal with that, but I wouldn't want to deal with Kawhi Leonard's camp and this whole, um, I don't know why I just lost the word, this whole um, resting BS. What, what, what do they call it now? Load management. Oh, load management. This whole load management stuff. Like as an owner, as a as a coach, as a fan, that really, really upsets me. Like it it, it bothers me more than you know. Like, and I don't think that that's right. I, I mean, it, it, obviously, it worked for them in Toronto, but as a fan and as an owner, and for someone who's trying to treat this as a business, I think it's extremely, extremely selfish. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because it's doing it's it's what he feels is right for his body. So I can't make you. I can't say what he's doing is selfish. He's doing what he thinks is right for his body. But as a fan and an owner and a coach, if I don't know from one day to the next whether or not you're going to feel up to playing, or you need a day like I've just I'm used to LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. They're, Kobe's playing with broken fingers. Mm-hmm. You know the dude got up and you shot free throws. Not tell Achilles. Kobe to sit yeah, down. He's not yeah, he's not like Michael Jordan. Like I would not have done that. I'm not. I'm playing every single game. I'm gonna smoke a cigar and drink some beer in the locker room. Like you know, and I just that's what that's the type of player that I want. Maybe it's my age, um, and that's just what I've used to being able to see. I, I like. Longevity. I like consistency. I like you know. I love those people who make those Iron Man type starts. How Ripken type, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning type. Start. I love that type of stuff. I need a day off. What? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, bro. Get your butt up and go go play basketball. I no, think it depends right. on the player too, though. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. I mean, think about it. when we look, when we when we talk about the greats. Yo, those guys never came off the, off the court, the field, whatever it is. They never came off. You know, and you know. Okay, let's talk about those ones who are deserving, I guess, of load management, right? Yeah. LeBron James. The guy's played how many years? The guy's, the guy's got the most minutes, I, I think, ever. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's somebody that's deserving of load management. Take him off. Yeah. You know, dude, let, let, let's rest. Yeah. You know? Kobe, same thing. You know? MJ, same thing. But you're talking about somebody that's only played eight, nine years in the, in the league, and you're talking about load management. What, 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 what kind of story do you write? You know, out of that. Exactly. That's that's and that bothers me. I mean, that really, really bothers me. But again, whatever he knows is best for him. Maybe he's more hurt than what we know. But I go back and I think to Emmitt Smith. Right? People can say what they want to about that dude, but that dude was playing with broken clavicles. You know, his, he could barely put his arm down. But at the end of the day, I'm sacrificing what I've got and everything I got for this team to win. Mm-hmm. And I know it's basketball, football, not basketball, but that's the type of stuff that I'm used to. If I could play, if I woke up and I'm able to walk and play and I'm not contagious or whatever, I'm going to play. Whether Michael Jordan had the flu or food poisoning, it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Like he still went out there and played for his team. That's just the way that it was. Reggie Miller coming back out of the locker room, you know, mm-hmm. he's not Paul Pierce where he's just like, he needs to get, <laughs> get, get oh carried out. Oh my God. But I mean, dramatics of that. Think man. about, think about a game. Think about, just think about Kobe Bryant. That's all I can say. Think about Kobe. He, the dude, literally tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. He's not going to play again for the rest of the year. At least twelve months, probably at his age. Dude said, "I'm going to get up. I'm going to hobble to the free throw. I'm going to shoot my free throws." So you know, he's not coming back in the game. Like it's, you could pick anybody you want to in that bench because we're going to make a sub here in just a minute anyway. But that's the type of mentality that, I, and I just think that today there's so many players that go, "Well, Kawhi Leonard's doing it," and and if you're that name. And you're encouraging the younger kids to do exactly the same thing? I don't agree with it. Well, it depends on the player, too. You know, 
when you look at the the players you just mentioned, Michael Jordan, um, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, they had this mentality. Not only do they have this mentality, they have the work ethic to go to back it up. It's kind of like a, a foundation. So they're able to do that. Then, you know, you kind of look at, you know, players kind of what if you have Yao Ming, Tracy McGrady, my favorite basketball player of all time, Anthony Hardaway, Grant Hill. Some of those players you might look at and be like, man, if we had low management for them, maybe it could have extended their career. So I, th- I do think it depends on the player as well. Not everybody's built the same. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe, these guys that you're talking about. <laughs> Tom Brady, they are on another level and they have the physical, you know, I don't know what the word to say, but they're just physically able to go through the grind. All players aren't like that. Maybe Kawhi Leonard's like that. He maybe can't do that. How did, So why would the Spurs, a top-notch organization, right, who's who's having an opportunity to possibly for their streak to come to an end, for I mean, for consecutive playoffs, right? How do you part ways with arguably one of the top players in the NBA just – for what? You might be on to something because they, yeah. they, they want to deal with that. No, they, they were like, no, player, gonna, yeah. the San Antonio Spurs, you know, after winning a championship with this dude, it, yeah. with his uncle and, you know, him just being a, you know, very, very secluded, like, like it wasn't him being the team player he wanted to be. I mean, the Lakers thought it was in the bag. The Lakers thought, you know, this is pretty much a done deal. The dude, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like the limelight. Maybe he is, you know, very, very, you know, just not that type of leader. Um, and you need somebody like Paul George and Patrick Beverly because you're not going to hear, you don't hear from Kawhi Leonard like that. But, but but we we all played sports of some type of variety. Okay. I, I don't understand the and, and maybe this is this is me being selfish as a fan, but then also I was an athlete. I, I can't I don't know how as an as an athlete, someone with pride, yeah. okay? Someone who prides themselves on being great is gonna go and ask the coach or work in the contract or whatever that you need to manage my minutes. Yeah. What kind of what, what, what kind of talk is that? What kind of what kind of athlete? What kind of warrior are you? Like as as a, as an athlete, as a fan, we look at these things with a warrior mentality. Yeah. Warriors don't don't act like that. Absolutely, you understand? Yeah. It's it's it, and and it's probably wrong. You know, play even if you're hurt, go out there and play. But that's part of the mystique. That's part of what builds your aura. Yeah. You know, your legendary status as an athlete. Yeah. You know that you were hurt. And you're able to achieve these great things with these broken things in your body. Yeah. You know, your body wasn't functioning at 100%, but yet you were still able to, man, I can't, as a fan, I can't do that. This guy was able to do that. Yeah. I spent all my money, right? I bought my kids. Imagine as a fan, my kid wanted nothing more than we know you're going to come to town one time a year. And for his birthday, six months in advance, we bought him tickets to see Kawhi Leonard, his favorite player, to come to whatever city, Boston. And you find out two days before, ah, load management, he's not gonna play. The what? <laughs> like, are you kidding? <laughs> Back in the day, it was more like, are you hurt or are you injured? Which one are you? Are you hurt? Because if you're hurt, you could play, right? But if you're injured, ah, okay. But I know these are guys getting paid millions and millions of dollars. The only reason load management works is if you win a championship. If you don't win a championship, or right now where the the Clippers are five and a half games back, imagine Kawhi plays in two, three of those games that they lose. Now you're two and a half. Now you can catch the Lakers and you can have the number one seed and not have to face the Rockets, you know, in the second round of the playoffs. Like that to me as a teammate, that you're messing with my money. You're messing with my contract. You're messing with my legacy at that time because you need rest. I need rest too. But we can't all rest. 
You know what I, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, and, but if I'm going to go out there and play 82, you need to play 82. Mm-hmm. If you're hurt, great. Yeah, we need you in the playoffs, so chill. But if you just need a day off, no, that's not what yeah. you signed up for. Yeah, man. That's you hit, just me. Yeah, you hit around the nail, too. Is it is it a legitimate injury <laughs> or is it just a nick? Right. I mean, because there's a difference between the two. And I think that there's a blurry line there. Look at what happened to Kevin Durant. He was hurt, okay? But he came back out and he wanted to play because he wanted to prove that he was tough. He's he, he was hearing the same things that you just said right now, man. What, what do you mean you, you want to rest? Go out there and play. His teammates whisper. I mean, it's we don't know for sure, but it was said that his teammates did the same thing. Like, really? You're hurt? Come out, you know, help us win. Is this the, the finals? He went back out there. He got hurt again. Even back when Penny was playing, there was a stretch where he was getting hurt a lot. People were calling him soft because he's always getting hurt. I mean, there is that line. I... It's easy to look at Kawhi Leonard and think, man, you're not really hurt. You just want a day off, you know. But we never really just know for sure, for sure. There are a lot of players, like the players I just mentioned, that may have wanted to be like, you know what, let me just take a little bit of time off, and maybe it would extend my career. But we never know for sure. But they're always going to hear that, like you just said um, earlier, though. They're always going to get criticized, always going to get called soft and things of that nature because they want to take some time off. But we just never really know. Steph Curry this Mm -hmm. year. Steph Curry, they didn't have a chance in hell to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. His hand was hurt. He's going to re-injure it. All these reasons on why you should not come back to a team that that has the worst record in the NBA, or one of the worst records in the NBA, night and day from what you had before, and the dude came back. Mm -hmm. He had everything to lose, everything to lose, to re-injure himself, to be out another for an extended period of time. Klay Thompson said the same thing. If I can come back and play, I don't care what my record is. We're going to play. And if you have the, but like you said, he grew up in an NBA household, an NBA coach, uh, an NBA player. Oh yeah, both, you know, both of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah they, but they knew that grind and what it took. And I think mm. that as an owner, that's the players I want on my team. And I'm not saying I'm going to tell Kawhi Leonard, you know, I, I don't need you. But as an owner, I mean, and, and for looking at these kids and eyes who's worship, you know, and maybe they shouldn't be role models and all that type of good stuff. I get that, but like, I need you. This is the business, and you're getting paid. Like, what if they prorated their salaries for the games that they miss? Look, for load management, look. I think that would be fair. If I'm not, but if you're not, if I'm not winning a championship, load management is a bad idea. But if I am, then you praise people when they do it. I, I want people that want to be out there as a coach. As an that's owner, me. Yeah, you know, don't come to me asking me for lo- load management. <laughs> think, think about that. <laughs> think about that. Load management. What kind of? Yeah, and you're not going to work every day Monday through Friday, right? I mean, you need load management. Don't come to practice tomorrow. Load management. Take that day off. Just come and chill. Get in the hot tub. Whatever. You got the best of everything, bro. Everything. And you don't work five days. You work. You play two games a week. Look, you play know, yeah. two games in four in seven days. Or sometimes you got a back to back, and they've limited the number of back to backs. So it's mm-hmm. like three three times a year. I need you to play in two games in two days. Come on, bro. I, 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 as a teammate, I don't want my superstar. No. I want my superstar talking about um take I'm taking off for for load management. <laughs> so y'all are saying this. You understand, now, understand me? But I, I think in the future, we may find out if Kawhi Leonard is right about this or not. Because they've talked about shortening the season a couple of times. So because if they shorten the season, then you can't take days off. That's the only- they, but why are they shortening the season? To give these players more rest, right? That's true. But I'll say this. Now, the NBA has done a great job with their analytics and, and, and hooking up players to all these mechanisms, you know, to test all of their vitals and all of that to ensure that their bodies are functioning at a, at a high level. Exactly. So they've been at the forefront of that. And I do agree that the medical staff and coaches probably should pay a little bit more attention, you know, to how much you're overworking your athletes, right? Um, and maybe you should expand the rosters more, 
you know, to have more players available, you know, to take some of these minutes away from players. All right. So I think all that should be on the table and that should be done. Some of those things are being done. But still, as a coach and mm-hmm. as an owner, I don't want you, my star, coming up and talking to me about load management. Let me yeah. focus on that. Let me manage your minutes. But don't come and complain to me about yeah. load management. In 2014, when Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> uh, when he was just fairly new to the league, their NBA teams averaged 19.3 back-to-backs, right? In 2019, teams averaged 12.4 back-to-backs. So it's gone down. Huge. That's yeah. a huge number. No, it's huge. And Absolutely. So, yeah, so 12 times a, year, a season, yeah. you're going to work, you're going to play back to back games. And even if we just, you know, you play 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Nah, I ain't even suited up. I'm going to stay in my suit, bro. Come on, man. Let's <laughs> with that. I'm not even traveling with the team. Like, come on, man. Like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kawhi. Well, I, I, I think it just depends on the player. But, you know, what you guys are saying, though, is you want someone with the mentality that I don't want to take a day off which I completely understand. I want the same thing too. But, you know, you look at, I'll say again, players like Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming did to himself because he's playing off in China. But Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, those guys, they might have needed some time off, but because they want to prove to the fans and the media they were tough, they might have played more than they they actually needed to. But, yeah, we talked about these three players and we started talking about low management. Thanks a lot, Trey. Oh, my bad. Sorry. (laughs) Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Y'all guys, y'all did a great job. Um, If you guys are... This is your first time listening to this podcast. Um, please do not hesitate to subscribe. I really do appreciate you listening. You can subscribe on our website, www.newchannelsports.net. Um, that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and that's at New Channel Sports. Thank you again. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.